0: Welcome to this week's Priority Now podcast, encouraging women to become better disciples of Jesus. Every week we hear from women just like us that are being intentional to know Jesus more and to make Him known. Here's your host, Carmen Halsey.
1: Hi, ladies, and welcome to this week's Priority Now podcast. Today I have a friend of mine, Ms. Mackenzie Goble, with us. Hi, Mackenzie hi Carmen thanks for having me I told Mackenzie I needed to stop asking her questions and get started on the podcast (laughs) because I was already jumping in wanting to catch up on her life Um, so I'm excited to to catch up Mackenzie and for the ladies to get to know you I know some do Um, now Mm -hmm. Mackenzie I ask you in today one because you're you're just this special young woman leader that you know that God's he's just allowed our past across so it's been fun for me to watch you grow and to cheer you on but I also know God's doing something new in the life of you and you're Husband, tell the lady a little
0: bit about who Mackenzie is. Okay, well, hi, I'm (laughs) Mackenzie. And even before I start talking about myself, I have to pause for just a second and honor you, Carmen, because I am so thankful for you and just how much you love and serve the women of the state of Illinois so well. You're passionate about biblical literacy and discipleship, and you just have so many resources. To give people. I just want everyone to meet you and talk to you so that they can have all those amazing resources. So thank you, Carmen. You are Thank um, <laughs> you. Okay, so about Mackenzie. Yes, yeah, so my husband and I have been married since May of 2017, and he is the student ministry director at a Baptist church here in Casey, Illinois, where we currently serve. We do a lot of student ministry. Our main focus is seventh through twelfth graders, but he also oversees all the children's ministry. I would say you, Carmen, and through my own discipleship experiences in college, I have an intense passion for discipleship and biblical literacy, I would say. I want other women who I come into contact with to love the Bible, know how to study it, and to build their life upon it. And many of you know that Just because somebody has been going to church their entire life does not mean that they've ever read or even know how to study their Bible. Mm -hmm. So I want to be able to help point people in that direction.
1: Mackenzie, I just want you to take a minute. For our listeners, we throw that term discipleship around a lot. And um, I'm with you. I'm passionate about it because (laughs) I believe called to be disciples who make disciples. And you Mm -hmm. just, you just held it when you said that there's a lot of us that have been in the church for a lot of years, but nobody's ever took us by the hand and invited us in to study, the, you know, to study the Bible. So we're believers in Jesus, but our lives may not demonstrate that we're disciples in Jesus. You know, there's definitely a difference. And if we're going to be obedient, we're obedient to the word, which is Jesus. Right. But if we don't know the word. <laughs> I don't know if we're, you know, if we're obedient or not, exactly. So, so what what does that look like for you? Um, I know it's not necessarily what we planned, maybe today, but it is kind of where I want to go a little bit because mm-hmm. I think it would help the ladies. What does that look like for you to invite somebody in and, and and teach them to study a Bible or you know an intentional discipleship journey?
0: Yeah, that's a great question. I heard it explained recently. Some people, you know, make converts who understand Jesus as Savior, but disciples understand Jesus as Lord of their life. So just in our church and in my life, we follow a really similar format to Robbie and Candy Mm Galladay's discipleship format through um, Replicate Ministries. But just for example, right now I have a group of four other women and we just meet once a week in somebody's home. We're studying scripture together. We memorize scripture together we journal, we talk about what God has been revealing to us. We hold each other accountable throughout the week, and we just do life together. And I think from my experience, I feel like a lot of people in churches really have good intentions for discipleship, but it almost comes across as being just one more program, just one more thing that we have started and are trying to do. And like I said, those are great intentions, but I feel like for discipleship to follow the format that Jesus laid out for us in scripture. It has to be more of a natural rhythm of your everyday life. Like who are you intersecting with? Who is in your sphere of influence? Can you, like you said, invite them in, just practice hospitality with them and bring them into a relationship. And then it's really powerful when people just open up the word together. It doesn't yeah. take any extra, you know, resources or tools as long as you have the word and you know how to read it. That That's, that's fantastic.
1: something you just said that you heard recently, some people invite him in, they're they're converts, you know, that, you know, Mm -hmm. they converted, this is savior, but they've never made him Lord. And, you know, in Mm -hmm. studying back John chapter 20, it just, that just really resonated with me this year. And I think it's Mm -hmm. because discipleship is really important to me. And I do think it's important as our culture gets more complex. um, You know, people are looking at us, they're looking at church people because their lives are broken. They want hope. Mm -hmm. We know that yeah. or not, they're searching. But oftentimes our lives aren't looking a lot different than somebody who's not going to church. And I'm just convinced that that's because we've never made him Lord. And yeah. you, you just you just referenced that. And that just really hit me fresh this year out of John 20, um, Thomas, you know, when turned around and acknowledged my, my God, my Lord, you know, or my mm-hmm. Lord, my every way said it. And I was like, man, God, that, that is just so fresh, you know? And, and that's me, Mackenzie this year. I'm like, God, I want you to be Lord, meaning open up all blind spots, come into all rooms. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's not easy. Is it Mackenzie?
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, sanctification is not super comfortable. <laughs> so yeah, whenever you ask God, Hey, reveal my sin to me. I mean, he's going to do it, but that's a bold prayer to pray. <laughs> yeah. Have God reveal your sin to you. So. Absolutely.
1: And, you know, when you're talking about the discipleship in those communities and ladies, if you're listening, we'll put the contact information for Replicate Ministries. You mm-hmm. know, some of what Mackenzie um, is referencing. Um, we referenced their um, F260 reading plan. You know, they, they kind of give a format that you can walk. You don't have to do it that way. There's lots of ways to do it, but, mm-hmm. but um, it's one. It's one way. And, and I'd be more than happy to, you know, to talk with you or to you know connect you and kind of guide you through that process so would mckinsey and oh, sure. be sharing you know her contact information um also but anyway that accountability you mentioned ooh, that mm-hmm. can hurt a little bit too cuz we're not necessarily saying hey carmen did you count your calories <laughs> right <laughs> we're talking something a little bit different what do you mean by that biblical accountability in your small group
0: yeah so one thing that um my discipleship group does is we all sign a covenant whenever we agree to be in a group together. So there's accountability in the sense of, okay, you have agreed to faithfully attend this meeting. You have agreed to complete your Bible reading and do your journals or memorize your verse or whatever. So we have that um, aspect of accountability of just making sure, I know this is hard work, but it's worth the time and effort. So let's stick to that. But then we also have a time in our D group where we just ask each other hard questions. And yeah, that's pretty counter countercultural, I feel like, because as I'm sure every woman who is listening knows, there are a lot of just really shallow, surfacey relationships out there with people. Mm-hmm. And I just, I'm not about that. You know, I would much rather, hey, what sin has God revealed to you? And how can we come alongside you to help you fight for mm-hmm you know, have you dressed immodestly this week? Have you been seeking your identity outside of the Lord this week? Have you X, Y, Z? We have a lot of really good questions. I think we have one source from Kathy Litton that I found randomly on the internet one time. And then also in that Robbie Gallaty growing up book, he has um, accountability questions as well. And like you said, it hurts a little bit. I mean, you have to have that confidentiality and deep trust. I mean, you're not just going to ask these questions for a whole sunday school group or whatever but having that group of women that you can be raw and vulnerable and who you know are going to call you out if they see sin in your life i mean we need that and absolutely it's powerful it it is it's
1: changing and it's absent can i just be bold and say it's absent for the most part in our church And that can't happen. And we, we need open group Bible study. We need place for somebody to walk in off the street and be able to join Bible study with good mm-hmm. building teaching, Sunday school, small groups, whatever. But that level of accountability cannot happen in those sort of groups. It's too many people at the table, new faces. You you got to go deep, and it's got to build on those relationships. And so, yeah, I appreciate you sharing and being a little bit um, vulnerable about that. Um, And it hurts, ladies. I listen, and it hurts. But I've walked through some deep waters over the last couple years, and Mm -hmm. God for the women that were sitting around my table that we were already there sitting around that. could just be me and vulnerable and they could ask questions and what you just said Mackenzie they could be some of the same questions but I was finding myself in a different season of life and obedience is obedience to God's God okay. regardless of seasonal life regardless of what you're feeling or you know whatever mm-hmm. That's good. Mackenzie, I want to I want to move our conversation because you already referenced that you and your husband are at Casey right now. And I'm and I'm sure that it's bittersweet moment for you guys there right now. I know Lindsay and Jonathan and I'm sure it's cheerleaders bittersweet because God is moving you guys and uh, you and your sweet husband are getting ready to plant a church. And so I want you to tell the ladies listening a little bit about Rooted Community Church and what God is doing in your life right now.
0: Okay, yeah, this gets me pumped up to talk about. So, yes, we have gone through with the North American Mission Board to become, like, we've done our assessment process through the SIN network, and we have been approved to become North American Mission Board missionaries. I don't know, I could talk about this for hours, which I know I don't have, but it's just been really amazing to, one thing that we had to do for our assessment that we had back in October was we had to create um, what's called a calling map. So, just You know, stepping back and seeing how the Lord has been planting little seeds over the last couple years, just kind of pushing us towards church planting, even when we weren't really sure what that looked like, what that meant. So through through creating this calling map, it was a really worshipful experience to be able to look back and see, yeah, just how He had been perfectly orchestrating everything to fall into place how it has. But we just have always had the St. Louis area on our heart. We know that that is a very populated area especially just the whole metro and yeah so we just felt pulled to the st louis area so one of the staff with the north american mission board who's in charge of the st louis area pointed us in some cities of need for a church plant so we looked at a couple of different cities and just completely fell in love with lebanon illinois so it's on the illinois side of the river just about 30 minutes from downtown st louis it is a more rural community but it's still right there in the hubbub of everything. But I think it's really sweet how God has, you know, he raised us. I mean, we were both born in rural communities. That's where we're doing ministry now. And that's where God is calling us to. So I think it's a good reminder that, you know, God is preparing you for whatever he's going to call you to. So, yes, yeah, so we will be planting a church in Lebanon, Illinois. Carmen mentioned the name of the church is Rooted Community Church. And we're just really excited about being rooted in the city of Lebanon, being for the community. I mean, Jacob says all the time, it's the greatest city in the world. And we just have fallen <laughs> in love with it so much. But like it talks about in Jeremiah 29, we just want to pursue the welfare of our city. Mm. That's my verse no. right now, girl. That's my verse. Yes. Yay. It's so important. And mm. I'm sure you have some other questions, but one thing I'll share just about Lebanon. Whenever we were, you know, first there on sort of our vision tour and talking to some people who happened to be working in the visitor center that day, you know, they were just asking us, oh, why are you here? And my sweet husband, you know, was just talking all about, well, you know, we might be playing into church here and was kind of talking about just our vision. And he was asking them about the community and the churches in the community. And they really have very limited community involvement. You know, if you go to Lebanon's website, there are several churches listed but none of them are missional or gospel centered. So that's why it has been identified as an area of need, but it was really cool after Jacob had talked with this woman and just kind of asked her the needs of the community and what our church was going to be about. She looked at him and said, we need you here. You just don't hear that. I mean, cities aren't asking for churches to come. Mm -hmm. So that was, you know, a very clear God moment for us of why we were here. Praise God.
1: God is so good. But
0: boy, Mm -hmm. when
1: he just speaks to us individual, right? Just those affirmation moments Mm -hmm. that are just, I call the glory moments. It's like he just manifested himself right there in that moment. And I don't know about you, but it's just like, get out of my way because I just want to run harder, you know, in those moments. It's like, let's just, let's just go. So, well, Mackenzie, I'm excited because I drive through Lebanon all the time. And ladies, (laughs) um, many of you have, if you go route four, you know, somewhere between 64 (laughs) getting to Springfield, you're going to pass through where God is bringing Mackenzie and Jacob to And, and Mackenzie, I know you're not going to turn anybody away. And you guys, you're just such sweet spirits and just, you know, (laughs) just just such a cute young couple. And, and you are passionate about the gospel that I know you're just going to be magnets. God is just going to, you know, connect people to you. I've heard that you're going to have more of a collegiate focus. Is that, is that accurate? Or did I misunderstand that? Or,
0: I mean, I wouldn't say that's 100% accurate. Okay. So Lebanon does have McKendree University. Uh There is, you know, a college presence in that town, and we both feel passionately about college-age students because if you can get, you know, 20-something-year-old adult passionate for Jesus and discipleship, and then you can send them out back to wherever they've come from, wow, that's powerful. So yes, while we want to definitely minister to the campus, we by no means, will be a campus ministry. We feel very called to, you know, young families. We want to have a lot of involvement in the local school district there, So not necessarily a collegiate okay. focus. Okay, but, okay, okay. But the, well, I mean, the campus is there, and that we can't deny yeah. that. So. Okay, okay. Well, you just
1: said you want to reach into the school system. What you've not shared with the ladies is you're, you. you <laughs> work
0: for the school system right now. I do, yes. I'm a speech pathologist, so while the actual elementary school in Lebanon did not have a job opening for like next school year for a speech pathologist I will be working in Shiloh which is just 10 minutes away so praise God that he has provided a job for me but as we have been in Lebanon and just talked to a lot of different people in the community we always ask them you know what what's a need that Lebanon has and nine times out of ten people are saying man school you know the school needs partnerships. I think there used to be an after-school program, but that just kind of fizzled over the last maybe five or so years. And people always talk about how that's a need. So that is just like, you know, just an easy way that we, I think, can be mm-hmm. favor in the city. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's good. And I'm
1: glad to hear that you have a job lined up. That's
0: mm-hmm. that's really
1: good. And again, God is good, right? He's just, he he's just so good. So, Well, like I said, well, I'm, I'm excited about what God is doing. And I am sure that the folks at KZ are you know, are grieving, you know, and excited for you at the same time. And and I believe, Mackenzie, I believe your discipleship group, you're usually intentional, even though you and your husband primarily work with students there. um, Mm -hmm. You're you're pretty intentional about making your groups multi-generational so that you have a mix Mm -hmm. of older women and younger women sitting with you doing life. Is that accurate?
0: Yes, that is accurate. And that is very important to me. Like my current D group, for example, ranges from a 20-year-old to a 70-year-old. So It's really beautiful that we can have women in different seasons of life rallying around, you know, the core calling that we all have in the same rooted in scripture. Our personalities are different. Our spiritual gifts are different. Our seasons of life are completely different. So we can learn from each other, spur each other on in different ways. Ladies, we're going to put the contact information for
1: Mackenzie and Jacob for the Rooted Community Church. And and please pray about, you know, if, if God may be speaking to you to partner with them, and there's many ways that you can partner, you know, with the church plant, but you want to learn more about them, we're going to put the contact information for Rooted Community Church. Obviously, we'll put Mackenzie and um, Jacob's contact information in there. Please reach out and let them tell you more of their story and what God's doing in their life. And, and you know, I know we've all heard this, COVID changes everything. God trumps COVID and i believe he utilizes things that because it's it just reshaped the la- the landscape for us a little mm-hmm. bit so i do think there's opportunities that they were there but i think our eyes are seeing them more like what you're saying when the school said hey we want more we want more partnerships so ladies we definitely wanted to um, bring mckenzie on so that she could tell a little bit about what god's doing in their life and invite you in because church planners that's a big deal we we need churches and um we're not necessarily seeing mega churches and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that but what I'm saying is I'm gonna share what a friend a godly Christian woman friend shared with me just kind of an epiphany moment with me Mackenzie just in the last month she's like there was something I was walking through and she unexpectedly on my part invited herself into that and I didn't quite see where it fit you know it was like Whoa. And and I'm gonna tell you, she was bold and she challenged me with Acts four. She said, mm-hmm. What would it look like if the church could be that all things in common? And when God's doing something in Mackenzie and Jacob's life, Carmen can celebrate that as easy as I can celebrate what God's doing in Carmen's life. But what if my celebration of that expressed itself in support? And meaning if, you know, and of course, we're experiencing God fans, you know, at least I'm very passionate about that when God's working, you know, and it goes back to what you talked about discipleship. It goes back to obedience. If God is opening my eyes to something he's doing in Jacob and Mackenzie's life, and I hear God say, hey, share this resource with them you know, whatever this is, that's an obedience step. And I may not have a clue, but if I'm in, if we're all spending our time in prayer, right, the discipleship, and we're actually seeking that intimacy with God, God's going to talk to his people and he knows where to find his people, regardless of where we're at. And mm-hmm. it may seem odd to you ladies that, that somehow God's saying, collegiate or church plan or you know something specific or you watch something and it grabs your attention you just got this tug in your heart and i'm telling you it's not out of the ordinary at all it's extraordinary i don't think we're taught to to respond to those those sorts of inklings and i believe that there's plenty of resources to go around if we would just all be plugging in and watching where god's working and being obedient to what he's calling us to do for for our peace but i gotta tell you Mackenzie you talk about discipleship moment woo that that challenged me because I'm pretty open with my life but there's there's just some areas that I just it, you know it wasn't church it wasn't it wasn't wasn't really church it wasn't really work you know like the IBSA component it was something personal god was doing and and this person pushed back and says and you're going to try to convince me that god's not working in that area in your life and I, and I'm just telling you I'm celebrating it, and, and it just rocked my world. I mean, it really did. I studied Acts 4 with some ladies around my kitchen table last night. I'm like, it just really impacted me, you know. Mm-hmm. So I hope that's what you experience, you know, just that, just that community of believers. And my gut tells me you're already experiencing some of
0: that. Yes, yeah, so we're super excited and just hopefully expectant, I would say, for what God's doing and what he will continue to do. Yeah. What's the hard part about it for you right now? a really specific prayer request that we have right now is that we are house hunting. So the real estate market in St. Clair County is instantaneous. So anytime we find a house that we like, it is, you know, sold within a day or two. So that's just a really tangible prayer request Uh that we have right now. But no, I would say my personality is always more like detail oriented, planning, things like that. So there are just so many unknowns with church planting, like who will be on our core team? Will people move with us from Casey? I don't know. Will we find everyone we need for financial supporting? I don't know. So if I'm relying on myself and my plans and what I think, it will never work. But being able to say, God, you have without a doubt called us to this. And I know that you will be faithful to provide exactly what we need. Heaven knows that. Sometimes when I say my plans, God's like, Haha, it's going to be the opposite. But trust me, I got this. Um, so just, you know, resting in that. But I will say, ever since we have, you know, just submitted to what the Lord was doing, it's like we have been riding on the tailwinds of his favor. Like, he has just made himself so evident in everything that we've been doing. He's just Blazing the trail, and we just have to follow. So it's been really yeah. sweet. Too. Amen, um, ladies. If you're listening, this is where I'm going to interject.
1: You know, our little commercial. God is doing something unique in your life, just like He's doing it in McKenzie's. And um, we're the church with a capital C. But but God's plans, you know, that He has mapped out, our stories that He's written for us to live out are different. But we don't have to do it alone. And it's so much easier when we come together as the as the community, as the church. So if you're not connected with us, get connected. You can find us on um, the website at IBSA.org backslash women. Follow us on Facebook at Illinois Baptist Women or Instagram at Illinois Baptist Women. I got (laughs) to remember that. But seriously, just like Mackenzie's saying, we're we're just sharing resources. We're just out there. We're trying to learn how to navigate this culture. And God says there's nothing new under the sun in His Word. And that is true. So it's rare that something you're experiencing, somebody else hasn't already lived through, that we don't just have to throw a book at you. We can bring a person to say, let me walk it with you let me share it it may look a little different you know in your neck of the woods but you don't have to walk it alone and Mackenzie you are just a special young woman that ordinary woman I always say this ordinary woman with the extraordinary God but I Mm. love watching I I am friend I'm on the sidelines and I'm cheering you on you know as God is, is moving you because I just see you growing and just what little bit you shared with us today you can see why God's moving you because you're ready. You're not staying on milk. It's going to the meat. And you always have room at your table for somebody else to fit. And I love it. And I love that it's multi-generational. And friend, I just appreciate you. Thank you so much for being with us. Thank you so much for inviting me. I've enjoyed it. This is good. All right, girls. Remember her contact um, information. Mackenzie and Jacob's contact information will be in the in the episode notes, along with the contact for Root, Rooted Community Church. I've said that right, Mackenzie? Got it. Yep. Yeah. Okay. All right, well, Mackenzie, thank you so much for joining us. And ladies, if you're listening, thank you for joining us. Be sure to share this out with maybe a friend. Get them connected to the community. And I'll see you back here next week on the Priority Now podcast. <laughs>
0: You've been listening to the Priority Now podcast with host Carmen Halsey. Resources mentioned today are listed in the episode notes in the podcast app. Stay connected with us through social media and our website, ibsa.org women.